When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? This is Dan, and welcome back to That Dan Band Show. Today, we are uh, doing something a little bit different. I am flying solo here today. We are switching up the format, um, keeping it a little spicy, and keeping the information super relevant to kind of what's going on in current events. Uh, for listeners, we will be referencing visual assets, so feel free to jump on YouTube or flowmarching.com to enjoy this podcast with video as well. It is currently Friday, June 24th, and tonight is the first legit DCI competition in what feels like pretty much forever. Um, It's been since 2019 finals that we've had competitive DCI. So that is a very, very long time, almost three years. Um, In the spirit of DCI coming back to life tonight um, after that long dormancy, I want to spend this episode taking a look at some early season content around the internet. Um, Of course, within the confines of what the music right laws will allow me to, um, I'm going to discuss the first shows coming up uh, and provide some of my reactions and early season projections. It's been a long time away from competitive DCI, so we can expect some surprises. Um, staff turnover will inevitably cause change in what we see from a design and execution standpoint. Um, we can also kind of expect our usual powerhouses to do what they do. Uh, I would not expect any major shakeups, at least not right off the bat. Um, so let's dive in here. A few cores have already announced their shows, uh, some with parallel video assets, others just social media announcements. Others have participated already in the Vic Firth Learn the Music videos. I've seen a few of those, which are something percussionists definitely look forward to every year since they started that series. We're going to take a look through some of these early season uh, announcements and content and just kind of get a vibe of the direction of the season. Um, So Tyler, if you could go ahead and pull up the 2022 running list of show announcements. Perfect. So we're going to start here with the Academy uh, from Arizona, the Academy 2022, a world of my creation. So just looking at this cover, this is definitely a Willy Wonka show. Um, There's no question about that. You can see the kind of post-industrial London vibes that you get, especially in the first original Willy Wonka, which is actually one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I met the director at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, actually, which is a badass story, but he signed my uh, <laughs> my notebook and crayon. So that movie is, is fire and the music is obviously amazing. Um, so I, it seems like they're going to be doing pure imagination and some of the other main themes from um you know Willy Wonka so that's that's cool and I could definitely see when you think about the academy's costuming and I even look at this image right here it feels very much on brand with the academy so I could see how it all sort of clicks together at least from an aesthetic standpoint and then they're just going to kind of need to pull off how they tell that story like what exactly I hope they have those giant gummy bears from that that room in Willy Wonka that's definitely one of the best scenes with the gummy bears that's before I think Augustus group falls into the chocolate fountain but I always wanted one of those giant gummy bears they're just like you know gummy bears are good and it was just huge so um let's let's go down um it says repertoire TBD and program information TBD so I'm going to leave that TBD even though I do have some insider information on their source material I'm going to be cool and I'm going to leave that for a surprise so let's move on We are now down in the Blue Devils. Their show is called Tempest Blue. And when I zoom in, it looks a little bit Shakespearean. I'm seeing some classical art and it's it's feeling very Blue Devils-y from the the Blue Devils. When you think about their ability to pull across 
contemporary music and art and then back into kind of canonical music and art. That's just what they do. It's something that they do better than anyone. And it's really their, their brand is that ability to make a connection across um, different sort of periods of art. So look down this list, we've got a main theme, Lapis Lazuli by David Glyde. I looked up what that means and it's a rock that's blue. So they're like drawing inspiration from like uh, natural formations. I think it was like an Egyptian rock or something from the Middle East. So David Glyde has, has two of these um, pieces. Then we have Carnival of Venice. Uh, that's going to be really cool. I believe that is from an opera. Um, Moon River. It says blue flower in parentheses. Uh, but yeah, okay. So by Jacob Collier. So um, he he covered Moon River, obviously super just harmonic layering and sort of electronic um, vibe to it. So you can see how they're going to pull that into probably some of their brass and electronics for sure. Um, hands and feet. I don't know that one. We have Silk Sonic intro, um, which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock on drums. So that's going to be more of that like modern contemporary sort of vibe, um, which should be cool. And I definitely, that music is, is fun. So I could see Blue Devils capturing that well. And then we have Tank um, by Yoko Kano and Home of the Brave by Thomas Bergerson. Bergerson, I don't know how to pronounce that, but um, program information, at least on this website it says dancing on the historical timeline of this mysterious dynamic color the 2022 blue devils celebrate their 65th anniversary with tempest blue so another year they're celebrating themselves with interpretations of the color blue i mean it's one of those things where it can be represented in the literal color of blue and then there's obviously the emotional aspect of being feeling blue which is like feeling sad or feeling like remorse or what have you it's kind of different layers of, of blue and then obviously blues music jazz um there's just all these different layers that you can kind of pull on so it works it works well that's probably why they're called the blue devils so it's definitely clever for them to do that and 65 that's a year you can like just decide to you know okay we're going to make this a a point that we want to celebrate ourselves and do a show about ourselves. And it's going to feel very natural and easy to pitch to uh, the membership. So it makes sense. So let's go ahead and pull up the video because they do have a video released um, on YouTube. So let's check that out, see if it demystifies Tempest Blue at all. Had I the heavens embroidered cloths, Enwrought with golden and silver light, the blue and the dim and the dark cloths of night and light and the half-light, I would spread the cloths under your feet. But I, being poor, have only my dreams. I have spread my dreams under your feet. Tread softly, because you tread on my dreams. <laughs> hey. So it's kind of, uh, you know, interpretive movement. I wouldn't say, I mean, I would say dance, but it's much more like visceral um, and less rhythmic. Obviously, that music is very uh, cerebral and, you know, you kind of hear the chanting sound and then they're pulling these very like clear canonical art pieces. Um, you know, stained glass windows, there's like a religiosity to it. So you feel the historic depth and then connecting it to something modern, kind of like I was guessing before. So it's going to be devs, it's going to be great. They're going to execute at a high level and the, the design is going to be very artistic, um, for my opinion, especially from the staging aspect. So definitely looking forward to that. Let's jump down into Blue Nights. Uh, the Blue Nights show is called Vibe. 2022 Blue Nights is Vibe. Looking down their repertoire for Vibe, we have Neglected Space by Imogen Heap. That will be cool. I enjoy Imogen Heap for sure. Uh, Whalers by Bobby McFerrin. Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Okay. She by Laura M Mavola. 
M-V-U-L-A, and then Locked Out of Heaven by Bruno Mars. So we already get some overlap between Blue Devils and Blue Knights using Bruno Mars, but obviously there's some reason for that because Bruno Mars is very popular, but also, you know, highly musical um, with layers that are going to be good for the drum corps idiom. Um, interesting with Bobby McFerrin and then Imogen Heap feels to me like different vibes, but Imogen Heap is much more, um, I guess, you know, thin and electronic. Bobby McFerrin is really vocally heavy um, and obviously don't worry, be happy. And then the show is called Vibe. So maybe there's some connection there with just they're trying to create a show out of like sheer emotion or creating an emotional response and that's just the vibe of it um and program information read this will help i don't have to guess as much or i will the vibrancy of colors okay so blue devil's colors blue knight's colors vibrancy of colors the vibration of textures and sounds and a vibe that can only be described as uniquely blue knights will represent the diversity of our members' self-exploration and personal identification as we encourage the spectator to experience the musical, visual, and marching arts in a new way. Okay, so using different interpretations of what a vibe is, vibrations, vibrancy of colors, the vibe or feeling of textures, that we're going to do a show essentially about the Blue Knights performers. So, okay, interesting, interesting take on it. Definitely feels like what we will see when we start talking about Crown a little bit. Um, and it definitely reminds me of the, the Blue Devils too, just trying to capture an essence of the core's identity, which is not a bad thing. I think it works well if it can be pulled off and it feels like something personal to the core. So let's jump down to Boston Crusaders. Boston Crusaders 2022. Here we've got Boston 22 Paradise Lost with the snake. So I believe that is a Milton text and obviously is biblical in nature. I believe that that's the Garden of Eden. And then once something happened, the apple was pulled from the tree and they ate the apple. Then I don't know. I'm not familiar with biblical text, but I know that this is definitely reference and the snake represents evil and temptation and kind of all of those archetypes and symbologies that snakes sort of hold so there's like you know something the duality of good and evil that we're going to be able to pull from this and this feels very quintessential uh keith and leon and uh and doodoo over at boston those are kind of the main designers i i can definitely see this in a manner that's consistent with with what they have done um, with their respective, you know, BOA groups, Boston, and then when they were at Crown. So, um, you know, not a brand new idea, but they'll probably do it in a way that works really great for the drum corps and marching arts. Repertoire, A Child's Garden of Dreams by David Maslaka. Um, what a Wonderful World by Bob Teal and George Weiss. That's a good one. Bad Hombres by Antonio Sanchez. Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Bob Crew and Bob Gaudio. Uh, Symphony Number no. 7, Moving 3 by David Maslanka and Requiem in D minor, K626 um, by Mozart. So interesting, you know, uh, theatrical takes on this idea of good and evil. Like the Can't Take My Eyes Off of You jumps out to me. I can see that being a moment of evil where there's that like connection being made where someone is sort of being hypnotized almost in like a Medusa type way. Maybe that is component of it. I don't exactly know when you look at the, the kind of just the imagery that they put out there. It's not a hundred percent sure what like the actual aesthetic is going to be. Paradise Lost is obviously referencing something that's really old. Are they going to make it modern? Um, I could see them doing that or kind of sticking with the original look of it. So definitely going to be cool. And I think the choice makes sense for that team. So um I believe let's pull up the the Vic Firth video. Boston was the first group that Vic put out on YouTube for the Learn the Music series. And uh, we've got their quad line. So let's just take a look. Let's take a listen at what Boston is doing this year. Great. 
currently tacit. Boston switched to Pearl Drums this year, which is a very exciting development for sure. I'm a Pearl artist, I'm a big fan. Five lead singles. Drums cool. Yeah, I like that. Just drum the drum like that. That's cool rhythmically. Fast nine singles. Nice, cool. We can pause it right there. Awesome. So yeah, it seems like the uh, training as usual is great. Their uniformity and their approach. There's kind of evident in watching that, um, and you can definitely hear that they're playing well together. Pearl drums does not hurt their efforts to play well. Um, they sound good with the tuning, um, you know, from a book standpoint, it feels like, you know, that's, that's the Colin thing and you can feel Colin's essence in it. I probably would guess that's not their hardest moment. Um, you know, it's not, that feels like some kind of ensemble push, not as much of a battery exposure. So I'm not going to judge the difficulty of it necessarily. I'll say we've seen some of those tricks um, from Colin before, and, you know, they obviously work for him in his own way, doing some of the split singles and some of the, the hocketing material or the syncopated um, accent to tap, like, roll figures. That's that's stuff that's kind of – those are those are his benchmarks, so understood why we would hear those things. I'm interested to uh, see the rest of the book and some of the exposures and see what they're doing this year um, that may be different than what we've seen in the past. So um, let's keep this rolling. Let's jump down to the cadets. 2022 cadets rear view mirror and it's a cool logo i do like the way the logo is is mirrored like that um so rear view mirror repertoire we've got adrenaline city by adam gorb uh we've got saint louis blues by wc handy to kill a mockingbird by elmer bernstein and american gothic three pitchfork by michael doherty so i don't know much at all about the show I think it's a travel show. Uh, I guess Adrenaline City, St. Louis, those two make sense. To Kill a Mockingbird and American Gothic. Um, I would need to hear them to place them better in the confines of a show about travel. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird feels specific from a time period standpoint and obviously a literary standpoint. I don't know American Gothic 3, so I'm not going to misspeak on it. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, I'm definitely interested to see this program. The cadets obviously went through moments and of transition, and they've been sort of finding themselves the last few years and competitively have certainly not been in a bad place, I think, around like that, that 8, 9 area um, consistently. So definitely interested to see what they're doing. I don't have a ton of insight into the program, but we do have a video 
uh, that they, they, some series they've been doing, I believe, featuring Al Chez, who is one of the brass consultants, who's like a famous trumpet player. I actually worked with him at the Crossman. But let's go ahead and pull the video up so we can maybe just get a sense of the content they're putting out. The quality of this video is definitely good, which is a good sign. We got a briefcase, some foot phasing. We got a cute dog. That's pretty cool. So we're kind of doing the all access thing again, which reminds me of what they did back in the day. It's great to be back. I am an alumnus of the Corps. Marching the court for five seasons, uh, aged out uh, of the cadets, uh, came back and taught um, after my age out year, numerous um, years here and there, you know, coming in for a camp, coming in for a rehearsal, I think 83, 84, 90, 92, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2004, 2009, and now 2022. Hard to remember those, but it's, you know, it's a... Uh, uh, rehearsal here, a, a weekend here, so it, it's been fun. This is my home. This is where I march. You know, um, great to be back. Yeah, he's in Jersey, I think, and gigs in New York. With them, um, and some, um, you know, kind of bringing a professional attitude to what they do, and work on their performance, and try to get them, you know, to be the superhero cadets that's inside every one of them. It's ten world championships later. And it's, uh, it's something that, you know, we're all very proud of, you know. Every alumnus that marched in the cadets has a piece of this. So it's it's great to see these kids, you know, following the oh, jacket on. That's and dope. the uh, commitment to excellence that That's we have. Sick. Same thing I was talking about yesterday. Everything we do, 100%, right? Whether it's putting our bags down, whether it's standing in the art, whether it's taking that breath, whether it's playing, whether it's flying the air whatever it is. Yeah. 100%. Got it. All in. Okay, cool. Wow. Okay. So a couple of takeaways from that. You can pause it. Um, they're definitely playing jazz. So I want something in here is is jazz heavy. And forgive me for not knowing off the bat because this is all cold reactions to this. But I think it's super dope. They're bringing in Al Chez, who is a professional trumpet player, getting a trumpet player and just bringing that mindset in, like you were saying, bringing a professional mindset in. And also the fact that he's an alumni and his ability to communicate uh, a zoomed out experience and what it means to be in the group and just giving meaning to what they're doing. I think that's really cool. Um, I wish they, you know, I feel like watching even just that video of the brass line playing that, that lick, there's so much structured body in it and it feels like it should just be freer. Like I don't see like the arches and inverted arch and all that. And I think you can just make it free and that would feel natural, but I see the need to choreograph in 2022. You want it to feel like it's coordinated and composed. And I feel like sometimes it's just, I don't know, we, we overcompose so that we get points and that we do the things we're supposed to do, but it like almost doesn't fit. So like, I love that music, but when I watched it visually, it just felt like we are doing, you know, a lot of very coordinated choreograph choreography, but um, good stuff. Nonetheless, definitely excited for that. Cadets playing jazz cannot hurt. That's pretty old school. So let's scroll down and we got Carolina crown. Awesome. So for Crown 2022, it's called Right Here, Right Now, which already definitely reminds me of the Blue Knights vibe and the, the Blue Devils doing Tempest Blue. There's an a aspect that's meta or about the membership and the experience itself and being in that moment. Obviously, right here, right now, there's like a presence aspect to it. Um and of course, we really don't know this is the core that I work with. So I know a little bit more about this than the other teams on um, the repertoire this year for crown with all the love in my heart by Jacob Collier. That's our opening idea. 
and a chandelier by Sia, which is kind of like the opening hit and then a thread chasing the moment. This is original. I believe this is our second movement Benedictus. This is the ballad um, own the moment. This is again, this is original um, written by basically the, the Mason design team, which is super cool. This is our drum break movement four, and then Dakota Andromeda by Paul Haley. That is our closer, which is also a tune we played last year and it was successful for drum corps. So they wanted to kind of revamp that. So the program info for crown our 2022 program right here, right now explores the concept of living in creating and sharing these moments with the audience. Our program is designed to engage the audience in unique ways, allowing them to feel present and immersed, creating a shared experience and bond turning fleeting moments into infinite memories. So, uh, that idea of presence, making connection through live performance is kind of baked into drum corps as a medium. And I'm not going to say too much without the permission of Rick Subel, the artistic director, but I can tell you there's some really innovative ideas that they are cooking up that are going to, you know, expand on what the drum corps activity can sort of look like. And I think that's, it's going to be really cool. And I'll tell you the core looks and sounds very, very good. And the music is really, really fresh. I think for Crown, it's one of our freshest sounds and our the palette and the aesthetic of what we're putting forward from a musical standpoint is very different, but you don't lose any of the power of the brass. I think the percussion has as much exposure as ever, and it's all very cool and different with a lot of variety. The front is in a really, really good place. I love the writing for the front, and we our front team that we had for the past three years is finally kind of coming into fruition so that's going to be really strong they're probably going to be the best crown front ever i would guess and uh the guard is massive and we have a really strong team there so i you know i'm, I'm talking more about crown obviously because i'm more on the inside of it but um definitely a lot of good stuff going on and we do have the vic firth learn the music for crown as well i wanted to pull that up we're going to focus on the snare line obviously this is the group i teach so i can comment on this with a little more insight, but uh, let's go ahead and play the uh, Crown Snare Line 2022 intro. choreo idea. Out of five base grouping here. Very cool. Take a inspired. Here's where we're in the chandelier hit the brass. You can tell immediately when we start playing the brass because our bass level dynamic has to come up. And in general our, our top end is just more present and continuous. Really cool flam material here that Tom has been writing in our intros for the last couple of years, kind of metric, multiple handed flams or floppies, just really, really cool stuff. This syncopated idea, check it, check it, check it, drum set idea, ease and us. So yeah, really cool stuff. We can go ahead and pause it there. Yeah, so I just, I love how the end of that phrase comes together too. There's a lot of drum set emphasis there. And in general, we have a really strong drum set player, Logan. Uh, so you can almost feel in the writing. And Tom obviously loves drum set and jazz drum set. And so does Jim Ancona, our front ensemble ranger. And I think it's really present in the battery music that there is a love and attention to drum set. So that's really cool. And I really kind of enjoy just listening to it with the, the drum set part. So let's jump down. Let's go to Cavaliers, Bluey. Is the next core we don't have any video assets for these yet i believe i don't i didn't find anything unless i'm tripping but um let's see the cavaliers this year signs of the times which is cool there's gears cavaliers have gears that's what we have on our necklace we're the green machine signs of the times so it's maybe about can being contemporary it's about the core another show that feels very like connecting the 
idea of the program to the identity of the drum corps. And that totally makes sense why we would want to do that to provide meaning to our, our members in that experience. Signs of the times. And it makes sense because it's sort of like a, a saying that we would get, right? So the repertoire this year is Fugue in G Minor by Bach. I think we played that in 11. Fly Like an Eagle by Steve Miller Band slash Seal, both Fire, Way Too Long by Bent Knee. I don't know that one. Tarkus by Emerson Lake and Palmer. That's cool. The Floor is Lava by Bent Knee. Concerto Number 10 for Brass Band by Ludwig Noror. Uh, Queer Gods by Bent Knee. Being Human by Bent Knee. All right, so a lot of Bent Knee. I'm going to check them out after this, and so should you. And then Signs of the Times by Harry Styles. So definitely a variety. Again, sort of Blue Devils-esque approach to the discography or what have you. We're doing Bach, Steve Miller Band, Emerson Lake and Palmer, uh, this group Bentney, Harry Styles, just a, a breadth of time periods represented and makes sense signs of the times. They're drawing connections across time using music. Um, so that, that could be really cool. Uh, the program information reads the Cavaliers 2022 production signs of the times will take you on a journey from the early days of the printing press to the modern age of social media, all while showing how time is endless and repeats itself in a mystifying way. So it's, it's a time show for sure. Uh, so could be cool. I think with the props, with their sort of visual ability with, with their team, I feel like their program coordinator just changed. It used to be Daniel Wiles. I know there's a lot of Avon people there. Mike McIntosh has been there and he has a heavy hand in the electronics design as well as their percussion and Richard Hinshaw. There's, they're going to have a good set design. You're going to have a good visual product. Uh, Kevin LaBeouf. And I believe it's Michael Martin. It's one of the Martins. I think it is Michael. Yeah. With the brass, they were they ended 2019 third in brass. So they're definitely in a good place with that. It's been growing. That's that's a really good placement for Cavaliers brass. It's not really been a strength for them, even going back back in the day. They weren't necessarily known as a brass powerhouse. The brass was always mellow and it was about sort of their ability to play with a warm sound at lower and mid-range dynamics and things like that, and just creating a really interesting palette and texture. Um, amidst a really active percussion voice with Brett Kuhn. So their brass is taking a different role now. Obviously their percussion has been a strength for them since forever, since literally forever. So um, this will be interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about this. I don't want to, you know, pontificate too much, but I can, I understand the, the, the concept. It's not the most like groundbreaking concept. Time shows have been done. I've done a time show, but I think it's in how you execute it. Um, and that's just how, how this activity always is. So let's jump down to Colts. Colts, we've got the Silk Road. That sounds very serious. I don't know much about this. No video assets that I found on YouTube yet. Repertoire for the Silk Road is Meetings Along the Edge by Ravi Shankar and Philip Blass. I definitely approve of that. Going to be important how you execute Ravi Shankar. Are you going to have a sitar player? That music is so specific and such a specific vibe. So I'm interested. Maybe it's synth that could be pulled off. Well, we have Arabian Waltz by the Silk Road Ensemble. We have the Dragon Boy by Joe uh, Hisaishi. Um, Jose Before John 5 by Oral Hollow. Um, Divas and Dunes by Aaron Zygman and Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. So Middle Eastern flavor. Absolutely. And the program information reads, take a journey through this ancient time with the 2022 Colts production of the Silk Road. So I'm guessing they're going to like demonstrate a journey along the road. That is Silk. There is music that feels very specific to that place, to that time. There's just the instrumentation is going to be important, the sounds and textures, obviously the look and just how you represent this, this area and this type of music is going to be have to have to be done with a lot of care but i think this style of music is really cool like ravi shankar is such a different type of music you could argue it's percussive you know there's definitely a way to be to pull it off i'm not sure about how to infuse brass into that specifically i'm not as um in the loop with some of these other tunes so i definitely am gonna have to listen i wish we could listen on here but just because of music rights we can't play all these but i do want to just you know it's important to listen to the source material so you get a sense of where they take it and and what it does for you as a listener when you watch jump Corps. so let's keep going go down to crossman 
Crossman 2022, a Mobius trip, a Mobius trip. So it is a play on words of a Mobius strip, which I believe is sort of the visual phenomenon of one continuous thing that like flips and it's like 3D and it's trippy looking. And yeah, it reminds me of the show they did Continuum in 2016 when I taught there, a Mobius trip. The repertoire for a Mobius trip is Symphony Number no. 2 by Mahler, Movement 4, um, Equus by Eric Whitaker, Addis Ababa by Guillermo Lago, Alfonso Mescadunder by Todd Terhe, and re-entry by Philip Shepard. And then program information is the beginning of the end. So this is like an infinity show. Infinity did an infinity show just this year. Uh, Crossman's done it. So it feels a little bit, yep, seen it before. Again, it's all that execution. Uh, I just am unfortunately feel like the visual imagery is a little bit I don't know. I, I've seen it before. So again, Crossman has had some change and some turnovers and some cultural changes, and we will see where they shake out. They, they've been sitting around that 15 mark and getting into finals, and we'll absolutely be seeing how their story unfolds out uh, San Antonio team. So let's go forward. Another Texas team. We got Genesis. Genesis. Here we have Dorothy's, Dorothy, rather. So this is Wizard of Oz imagery and references 2022 it's dorothy says goodbye yellow brick road so um reminds me of zydeco that year they did the tin man show the repertoire here i layer a little more minimalistic with it they have jeff jethro toll benjamin Britton, elton john sarah Bareilles, and britney spears so i think this team tends to do some different source material you know when you think about jethro toll and britney spears like how are you going to do that definitely excited for that original works by key poland and Mike Hustis, shout out Key. Program information reads, a completely original story exploring the question of what exists beyond the yellow brick road. A fresh taste and take and a twist on the fate of our beloved Dorothy. So it means they're going to start at the end of The Wizard of Oz and then show us what happens next. So that's cool. Uh, you know, I would say it's not a completely original story because you are using Wizard of Oz and Dorothy, but um, interested to see how you take that in a different direction and put a spin on it and what kind of flavor is on it. And there's music that we suggest there will be a playfulness to the program. So let's keep going. Let's go to the Mandarins. Mandarins 2022, the other side. Show title, the other side featuring music from Pink Floyd, Stranger Things. So I'm not surprised people are using Stranger Things already and Avi Kap Kaplan rather don't really know anything about this program information is tbd not much more we can say it feels like there's some kind of digital analog conversation happening in this graphic and matrixy three-dimensional shooting lasers in the background some tension between technology and and i'm literally just making this up i don't know i'm just sort of checking this out and giving you my interp so let's move on before i spin out too heavily and confuse all of us Music City Drum Corps is next. Here we have Gasoline Rainbows. This is dope. I like just this stood out to me because I just love this graphic. And this is a graphic that grabbed my attention. So good job. There's literally no program information. Gasoline Rainbows, that's like just a Southern vibe. Feels very appropriate to Nashville, right? Gasoline Rainbows is like gasoline on the ground and there's light reflecting off of it. There's just some type of energy with this that i like so i you know let's see what they do this team has been consistent with shane at the helm and my friend matt penland is a battery ranger and he's built his team there with the percussion and i'm sure this is going to be someone to look out for music city so let's keep going here we have pacific crest coming up next their 2022 program is called welcome to the void this feels like what well, we're just looking at the mandarins the other side now we have pat crest welcome to the void Similar, you know, similar. I, you know, it, it happens every year, but it's one of those things like I wish we could all like just have a conversation about what we're doing. So I do feel like those are similar, but okay, welcome to the void. We've got that light that was from that other show, like Everglow that they did. And then there's like a donut spiral thing, a door kind of cadets 05 throwback, and what looks like an umbrella or target. Um, Welcome to the void. Welcome to the void is what that's called. I might have just said the void. It's welcome to the void. The repertoire is Finale by Andy Hull. 
The Void, which is original by Bradley Kerr Green, Ezekiel Lancer, and Jonathan Zuniga. Enjoy The Silence by Depeche Mode, Intruder by Peter Gabriel from New Blood, and Where Is My Mind by Safari Ryan featuring Grayson Sanders. So I don't know too much about this music. Feels vibey. Welcome to The Void. Feels pretty dark, but it looks like they're going to have some lights in it. I don't know too much about this. Um, you know, I know a couple of people on the team. I know they have a good team there. Um, so welcome to the void. And we will see that very soon. We'll be talking about the shows that Pack Crust is going to be in very soon. I think tonight is the first night they're going out. Let's go to the next team after Pack Crest. That's Phantom Regiment. Phantom Regiment. No walk too far. A little bit of a uh, walk hard vibe, which I can always get on board with John C. Riley movie. I talk about this all the time and quote it constantly. If you haven't seen Walk Hard, it's one of the best comedies ever. This looks dope already. I just love the look of this. Finding Nirvana. Super cool graphic. Like they put effort in the graphic. You got to give them credit. Finding Nirvana repertoire featuring musical selections by Georgi Leggetti, Ulf Wekenius, spelled W-A-K-E-N-I-U-S, and more original compositions by Paul and Sandy Rennick and Evan Van Doren. Program information through the chaos and confusion, we seek a transcendent state of clarity and enlightenment in the hopes of finding nirvana. It sounds dope. It's about finding nirvana. It's going to be a little bit like Blue Coats Beatles vibes with that Indian music and the sitar, maybe a little bit like what we were just talking about for who was doing Ravi Shankar. I think that was... Let's see. Yeah, it was cult. So we got a little bit more just world music in general, just different flavors. I think we all welcome that different sounds. And then how will Sandy and Paul sort of pick up that flavor, Nirvana, Eastern, and then infuse it into what they choose to do with the orchestration and the instrumentation with the percussion. It's going to be super interesting. And, you know, their visual design and their programming is top, top level. Their coordination's top level, so you know Vanguard's going to be solid. Um, and we do have a video from Vanguard. Uh, it's called From the Field 2022 Episode 3. So it's one of their own video assets that they put out there. So let's go ahead and pull off the uh, or pull out that Vanguard video. They do training in California. It just looks super dope. The very first time that I came to weed, I never really understood what it meant to the core and like how special it is. But after coming here for the second time, with that history and understand like what it truly means to be here and all the history that has come before, when you hear the core song echoing off in the woods, it's just an echo of all the vanguards that's come before you, and it's it's just incredible to be a part of that legacy. Oh yeah, the past couple mornings have been kind of rough to wake up, but just waking up and seeing some people smile as it really just starts to kick off the day. Every morning waking up to like the beautiful tree line and like we're so like isolated from everything, it's like really nice because it really like forces us to just connect with our environment and with each other. Seeing Shasta every day, like I bring out my phone every single day and I'm like, wow, a new picture of Shasta, it's great. And it's like the same exact little view that we have. And the atmosphere is very uh, refreshing, you know, it's in the summer, but then where it's like 40 degrees outside and the wind's blowing down. Um, it's just um, unlike any other place I've ever been to. With it not being a turf field and it being a grass field, we definitely feel the nature in our feet and stuff when we feel really grounded. And you know, sometimes we can stumble and sometimes we trip and fall, but that's really just the story of like drum corps. Hey, full drum corps, while we're resetting, can we listen? All the dialogue you've heard today is about communication. It's not based on what the designers did, it's not based on what the instructors do, it's based on how you perform it. Will you take this rep and make it a rep that you haven't done before that communicates with any audience, any person up here? Are you gonna get her attention because of how well you perform, or are you just gonna kinda go through it because you're tired at the end of the day? Pretend it's Lucas Oil, pretend it's 10,000 people. Don't wait till that moment. I just want to be the best, and that's the reason why I came here, is to be the best and to get better. Nice. 
Yeah, they're going to be great. I mean, that looks like the sick spring training site. The team there is solid. You know, I had a lot of those instructors when I marched the Cavaliers and just, you know, OG Cavaliers people, Michael Gaines, Bart Woodley, Andy Toth, just a great team there. So it's going to be good as, as always. So let's jump to the last group. It's going to be the Troopers. Troopers 2022, it's called Voracious. Voracious. Oil looks like kind of some kind of old American, you know, oil, kind of oil spill. I don't know much else about that repertoire. When Johnny comes marching home by Lewis Lambert without warning by Stephen Melillo. I wish I knew how to pronounce that. Sorry, everyone. Ecstasy of Gold by Andrea Morricone. Nothing Else Matters by James Hetfield. Lars Ulrich. Oh, my God. They're the Metallica. Dance of the Earth by Stravinsky. And then original music by Tim Snyder and Paul Rennick. Okay. So, yeah, definitely a classic American sort of story, you know, striking oil, striking for gold. Um sort of period piece some cool choices with the contemporary music with uh nothing else mad and nothing else mad it's gonna be interesting to see that ecstasy of gold can't mess that up so troopers definitely would be interesting to see them so cool that is that is essentially what's out there there's like not a ton of information that has that has leaked yet so we're still in this early period of of the season and we haven't seen everything and, and lot videos and streaming and all these things are about to start happening, but we are not there yet, which is cool. And by the time that this drops, this podcast, which will be next Friday, there, ha- there will be a week of shows. So I want to take us through what's to come and give you just some projections and some ideas about what we might see between now and Friday. And then when Friday comes, you can let me know if I was on point, if I was wrong, I'm sure there will be a mix of both. So um, let's go ahead and let's pull up this DCI events page. Beautiful, beautiful. So tonight it is June 24th and we are kicking off the summer with Core at the Crest in San Diego. Uh, This is in California. So audiences are going to see these drum corps, Vessel, Impulse, Golden Empire, Gold, The Academy, Mandarins, Vanguard, and Pacific Crest. Then tomorrow night, which is Friday, June 25th, Oh, I'm sorry, these dates are completely wrong. That's going to be Saturday. We're going to want to cut that. Tomorrow night, Saturday, June 25th, there's a drum corps at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. It's going to be a similar lineup as the previous night with the addition of the Blue Devils. So this is big, obviously. This addition is going to give us an early season taste of how the captions and the overall scores shake out between the perennial competitors, Blue Devils, and Santa Clara Vanguard. I can definitely see SCV winning a few or most of the music captions while Blue Devils may grab visual, both effect. It's hard to say, but this one could definitely go either way. Blue Devils are a team that comes out a little bit slower. They get to the end and they just turn it up and then they win where Vanguard has the meticulous planning we will see how that shakes out between the two West Coast teams at the top. The next show I want to talk about is on Tuesday, June 28th. This is the DCI tour premiere in Detroit, Michigan. This is always a very fun show to be a part of. I've done a lot of lots there with Crown, and there's so much energy around it. The lot situation is crazy. You're in the city, hard to find lot zones, and there's some definitely interesting people there. But I remember each of those lots very, very well. And it's a great show with a lot of pressure, which makes the competition fun. Um, At the DCI tour premiere in Michigan, we're going to see Phantom, Crossman, Blue Stars, Boston, Cavaliers, and Bluecoats. There's obviously a stacked lineup, and we will see and feel some competitive friction between Phantom and Blue Stars, and then Boston and Cavaliers. As I said, Crossman has undergone a bit of change from the top through the design, through the instruction. There's some variability with what they're going to do. It's hard for me to say where they're going to land right now. My personal sense is the Bluecoats are probably going to win this show and continue their hold in the top three, at least at this early point in the season. Um, Last, we have DCI Central Indiana. That's going to be on Friday, the day that this episode airs, Friday, July 1st. That's the Muncie show. This show is the peak of the music 
Fort All Summer Symposium, a week of marching arts clinics, workshops, and other educational presentations. Crown always spends a week there as the core in residence. So I've done a lot of personal time there and it's really fun to hang out and go to the Yamaha banquet and go to out to the bars with everyone. And it's just to hang with a lot of industry people as well as the staff of all the different drum corps. Um, this show is going to help us connect a few more dots from a competitive perspective and give us a bigger picture as to where the cores stand hot and fresh out of spring training. We're going to see a bunch of cores from Detroit, as well as Crown now. So we're going to see Colts, Crossman, Phantom, Blue Stars, Cavaliers, and Crown. Okay, so I believe, yeah, we're going to see Cavaliers, Boston, and Blue Coats at Detroit. And now we're introducing Crown, who's going to see the Cavaliers. So we're going to get an idea of like kind of that top through fifth, sixth area, at least a slight comparison within those first few shows. Um, I could see the Colton Crossman squaring off and I can see Phantom and Blue Stars having a conversation. And then I can imagine Crown and Cavaliers each grabbing a few captions. It's in my personal belief and willpower that the, that Crown ultimately takes it overall, uh, but we are definitely going to see. In general, this is always just a super exciting time of the year as the content starts rolling out. And it's even more exciting since we haven't really competed for almost three years. This is basically an early WGI season felt, somewhat unknown in terms of what each core will do with their shows, but also a sense of familiarity about what this part of the year just feels like and looking forward to tracking the competitive narrative and the innovation in design as the new year rolls out. To me, based on my observations and talk with other people and activity, the core members in general are a little bit younger coming out of this COVID period. We had a lot of age outs in 2020 and 21, and there's a lot of first year tour members, maybe people that marched in 21, but have never done the full tour. So this is really their first year doing the full DCI experience, like the one that I experienced marching. I don't think that this is going to affect the excellence that we experience at all as spectators. I think young members are hungry and in the throes of experiencing DCI for the first time. There's a certain innocence that's preserved through a first year on the road because everything is novel as you travel into areas you couldn't even imagine, most of which have a lot of corn growing around them. We should expect a high quality as well because the members will be less physically beat up. Not only do younger, less experienced members have less physical wear, but cores nowadays are way more in tune with members' physical and mental health than ever. One of the positives of stepping away from full-time touring is that more attention has been paid to the type of experience members want and the type of experience cores can provide. Those two things will never perfectly line up because there are infinite subjectivities and therefore infinite opinions on how a drum corps can run and everyone's needs. It just doesn't work out that way. But that being said, I do think cores are attending better to their members' overall well-being which seems like a big duh, because we expect them to be pro athletes and perform at a high level of consistency, which injury and mental fatigue will get in the way of. We want you to be feeling and feeling good and able to show up and just any way we can put you in that situation where things are, you know, fresh. That's what we want. Anyway, I look forward to seeing where DCI season goes and what type of surprises jump out at us. It's really been a long time since we've had a conventional year. It feels like we're in a new phase of DCI, and I can imagine a bigger turnout from fans and a higher caliber of execution from performers. This could be the strongest year of DCI to date. I will be here to discuss it as it unfolds. So thank you for stopping by today, and I will see you next time. Peace.